Hey guys, this is Joe Hendricks with my basic photography podcast. Today I am going to talk to you about ISO. ISO can be confusing, but I'm going to try to simplify it as much as I can. So here we go. A low ISO means a low film speed. A high ISO is a high film speed. If you remember film days, if you were ever in a dark location like a concert or a wedding chapel, you try to use like 1600 hectare film uh, because the film was more sensitive to light. So that just means you were able to shoot at higher shutter speeds. So let me just try to simplify this even more. If you are outside, you want to use a low ISO, okay? Now you need to know where the ISO setting is on your camera and you need to know how to adjust it. Now I know they have auto settings and all that stuff, but if there's a specific look that you're trying to achieve, your camera might not do the settings you want to do. So you need to know where that ISO setting is and how to change it. A lot of times it's in the menu, sometimes it's on the camera dials. It just depends on your camera. Just remember when you go outside, you want a low ISO. That gives you hardly any grain, so you have a super clear picture that you can blow up and be big and beautiful. The lower your ISO is, almost the bigger beautiful prints you can make in the future. Landscape photographers like to use as low of an ISO as they possibly can. Now wedding photographers on the other hand will use high ISOs because you shoot in dark cathedrals or chapels and you have very little light to work with. So you need a film speed or ISO that is more sensitive to light. Sometimes I will shoot at a 10,000 ISO inside a wedding chapel. I've shot much higher than that while people are walking down the aisle. And it's a little intimidating, but it allows you to use a faster shutter speed. So you want to try to get as much light into your camera as possible. So you have to use a high ISO when you're in a dark area. Now remember, outside, low ISO. Inside, high ISO. When is the time that you can use a low ISO inside? Do you know? When you want to get like architectural shots of something and you're allowed to put it on a tripod and do a longer exposure, that's a good time to do a low ISO. See, if I was inside and I'm at a 10,000 ISO, for example, I could shoot at a 60th of a second at this wedding. Okay, that's, that's a decent shutter speed for an inside really dark wedding. Now, if I was to do nothing else to my camera but just change the ISO and I had the same film speed, same aperture, same everything else, same lens, everything, same camera, then I would get a darker image because now my film speed is not as sensitive to light. I need a whole lot more light to expose that low ISO, which is why low ISOs work really good outside. So a higher ISO is going to be more grainy, but you know you can kind of help that out with some software nowadays. 
and a low ISO is not going to be grainy, okay? So just remember that as you go out, remember where to find your ISO, how to change it, and how to use it in your different scenarios. The last thing I'm going to say is always remember when you're going inside to outside or outside to inside, the very first thing that you should be changing every single time is your ISO. Because your ISO is like the foundation of everything else that you do. If you have the right ISO set, you're not going to get confused. The biggest problem I see is wedding photographers will have an ISO of 4,000 inside. Okay, because they're trying to get all natural light pictures without using a flash. So they go to a high ISO. And then they step outside and they have to take pictures really fast. And the first picture they take is a test. And they forgot to change their ISO back down to like 100 or 200. And their image is really, really bright. Well, they're overwhelmed with the stress of a wedding or whatever shoot you're on that. ISO is the last thing they think about, and the first thing that most photographers think about is changing your shutter speed. So now you've gone from a 60th of a second shutter speed, and you're shooting 2,000 shutter speed, or 4,000, or 8,000, whatever camera allows, and you are st you're still at that high ISO, and you are trying to understand why you're shooting at such a high ISO. Uh, shutter speed when earlier you were not. So it gets confusing. But if you remember to always change your ISO first, you're going to be ahead of the game in so many ways. Guys, I hope that was an easy explanation. If you have any ideas of how I can make it easier for you, please let me know. Um, I'm trying. I'm new at this. So we're going to work on this together, and I'm going to explain it to you as best as I can. If you have any questions for me, email me at joe at joehendricks.com. I'll be more than glad to talk about them on my podcast. And, uh, yeah, let's uh, take better pictures together. Bye.